Oh, God. Yep. Here we are. Another day in paradise. Maybe that's a good name for the podcast this week. Straight off the bat. Anyway, fucking, how are you? What's going on? You guys okay? You're getting through it, man. You got to fucking get through it, don't you? This is Aiden Jones here, talking to you, sitting under a tree. For Tuesday, the 27th of September, 2022. I wonder if I've left my tea long enough here. Let's have a little temperature check. Oh, a little on the cool side. I knew I knew it. I knew it. I've been sitting here for a bit reading about the fucking government in the UK on my phone for no reason. Reading about crap. I slept I slept long last night. Oh, there's the yawn. Yeah, I slept long because uh, I did a gig last night late. Got on right at the end at Kent Street, um, fun open mic, did my shit, had a beer, and uh, then that was like 11 o'clock, so I was like, all right, I'm getting home at midnight, walked to the tram and on the way, I haven't been in Fitzroy late for a while, like since I've been back, I haven't really done a gig late in Fitzroy, so I went past the fucking kebab place that I love on uh, on Brunswick Street and got, got a two slice of pizza and two dim sims for fucking eight bucks or whatever it is it's crazy down there <laughs> it's crazy down there man <laughs> um yeah and ate those i didn't even sit down to walk them i was so tired last night man yesterday was a big day what did i do i got up i did fpos work um oh i shouldn't say who i work for i'm trying not to do that but anyway there it is did some fpos uh did some writing you know had a coffee whatever that was the day had a full day of that then <sighs> came home chilled out at home for a bit and then uh did uh a photographer came around who i've been organizing with for like a well, like two weeks maybe on um doing the photographs for my new show for like the poster and everything um so we came around and uh, we had the idea because the show's called The Morning After. And uh, if you've been listening to the pod the last few weeks and are familiar with the story with the picture with the fairy wings that I had on, um, if you're not familiar, uh, maybe listen to like the second pod, the second week of The Fringe. I can't remember what week it was. What for? What's the podcast called? Wait up. I'll find it. I will find it for you guys, you loyal listeners. Um, to be honest, not as many people as I would have thought have messaged me asking for the photo there. Um, promotional condom is... Uh, is that the one? Or is it horny as... No, it's horny as the strongest feeling. Hor- episode 248, horny as the strongest feeling. I tell this story about the fucking fairy wings that I've been doing on stage and is going, I think, to be the closer of my new show. And uh, there's this photo. Oh, you know what? Nah, I can't tell the story now. I've been doing it on stage too much. Um, But the point is there's this photo that if you just see it without the context, it looks fucked. But with the context of the story, it's like, it's funny because the context of the story completely explains why it exists. And so you see it and you imagine, oh, what if I was seeing this without the context and how fucked it would be? 
and that's kind of the joke. And I was thinking to use it for the poster, but obviously you can't because of the context. So I said to the photographer, can we shoot something with the same energy or the same kind of vibe um, that'll fit the title the morning after? And the show's about me kind of stopping drinking, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, we did that. We went through a few ideas. We were going to shoot in a studio, but that kind of didn't come uh i just kind of let go of that idea so we ended up doing it at mine i'm sitting on a couch i've i'm like hung over you know i've got like a table of like booze and old fucking food and whatever shit in front of me like i've just been sitting there <sighs> oh my god um like i've been it's like you know you know when you're fucking hung over and you just pass out somewhere i don't miss that at all, man. I've been thinking, I've been writing, trying to write a few jokes about drinking and being hungover and all this. And like, I guess just remembering what it was like to have a hangover. Truly one of the worst things in the world. I think someone told me about a joke that someone did that was just like, if you imagine if you, the way that you feel when you're hungover, imagine if you just had that feeling, but like all those symptoms, but not from a hangover. I'm shitting blood, I'm tired. Uh, I feel this like self-loathing. If that wasn't connected to drinking, you would go to the hospital. You know, I'm vomiting. I can't walk in a straight line. Like, terrifying. But because it's a hangover, we all know where it comes from. So we're like, yeah, it's fine. You know, like, it really is an awful state of being. So we tried to recreate that for the photo. Um, the first ones was just like me. I did some like screaming into the camera. <laughs> and we did it once. And then he was just like do it again but i had the window open because like for the reflection and i was just like oh i don't know man like i don't know if i want to keep screaming into the camera in my lounge room with all of my like neighbors and stuff around and it's like 9 30 at night or whatever so i was just doing silent screams looking at the camera trying to look like i was screaming anyway we did that and then towards the end of the shoot we got everything and I was like, all right, man, I want to go do this gig. Do you reckon we've got time? And he was like, all right, yep, let's fucking wrap it up quick. So we're like, bang, 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 wrapping everything up. And then he drove me to the gig. But the point is then it's a long day and I was walking home and I was so tired and I was like, let me get this pizza and dim sims. Walked from there. And the walk just seemed longer. You know, when you like, that's a walk that I do all the time from Fitzroy back to the corner on uh, Elgin and, and Ligon where the tram turns to get the one or the six, whichever comes first, and then have like another 15-minute walk back to my house. And I was just on the tram, like falling asleep. I mean, listen to me now. I'm even tired. What the fuck am I tired for? I was falling asleep on the tram. I got out. I got the six, which takes me a little bit closer to my house. It's still like a 12-minute walk back to my house. And on the walk, I'm like tired. And then I remembered, I was like, oh, when I left... I didn't clean up everything from the shoot because I was like, I got to go do this gig and then I'll clean up when I get home. So I knew I had to get home and clean the living room and then have a shower because it was a day that I'd realized that I didn't have a shower. <laughs> it just kept going and I was in bed at like 12. I've been doing this thing I've been talking about recently, not looking at my phone in bed, just flipping it upside down and fucking putting it to the side. 
because it is like when you look at your phone in bed, the time blurs from like, when did I actually go to sleep then? Did I go to sleep when I got into bed or did I go to sleep when I put my phone away? And we all know the answer is you go to sleep when you put your phone away. But then you start to fudge how much sleep you actually got and you lose track of it. So I've been keeping a little bit better track of the amount of sleep that I'm getting because when I get into bed, I put my phone away and I make note of the time and I don't check my phone again after that. And so I know last night I went to sleep at 12. Oh my God, what the fuck? I fucking hate that I'm yawning so much. I think I'm in a bad mood. P.S. I know that I went to bed at 12, but I didn't get out of bed. I didn't wake up until like 9.30. And I didn't get out of bed until 10. I was looking at my phone in the morning. I'll admit that. And uh, yeah, I think I slept longer because I had that two slices of pizza and the fucking dim sims, you know, that was just, and that's what's helpful about knowing when you went to sleep and then making note of when you wake up is you know how long you sleep for. So then you can go, okay, I slept for longer last night. What was that about? And I reckon it was because I ate shit food. My housemate was like, maybe it was the sodium. I was like, maybe it was the sodium, you know, I don't know. Could have been the sodium. Maybe it was the... No, what is it? Blame it on the so, 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 sodium. Blame it on the... So, so. <laughs> Blame it on the... <laughs> Blame it on the dim sims. Blame it on the pizza. Blame it on the... Uh, uh, <laughs> Blame it on the vegetarian or in the meter. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, yucky, yuck. Blame it on the salt, 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 DM. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, did you guys enjoy that? Because I fucking hated it. <laughs> anyway, it's been a, it's been, I was going to say it's been a good week. It's been a shit week. I just did the thing that I do then at the start of the podcast where I write down the days of the last week since I did the podcast and then I'll write like one thing that I did on each of those days and I'll just go through them here. Wednesday, cancel gig in Margaret River. Thursday, told off. Oh my God, and I'm yawning. Fuck off. <laughs> Thursday, told off by a lady in the park. Friday, I, my mate my mate uh, played a gig. I missed his gig, but I went and saw him afterwards. But even that, we were just <laughs> being negative about the guy who was on stage and, and you know, saying that he sucked. Um, Saturday, cancelled party. Sunday, work. Yesterday. I mean, yesterday was a bit better. I don't know. I feel like Saturday, everything kind of turned. So, Saturday was the worst day on paper. I mean, I did not have fun through any of these, but it was just a lot of shitty things, but... Let me go through those. Let's go through those item by item. Wednesday Wednesday was the weirdest day, man. I woke up on Wednesday morning and and I didn't have enough milk to make my breakfast, so I went and walked to the shops. And on the way back from the shops, I got a call from the photographer trying to plan the photography thing that I did last night. That was on Wednesday. We were trying to plan it. And I uh, was just from that point onwards, like, you know... Talking to him, talking to my management, talking to people trying to make it work. It was just kind of stressful. And uh, I knew I had a podcast at nine. I woke up at like eight, I guess. I knew I had a podcast at nine recording online. And there was an electrician in the house. So that was stressful. And then like, 
I'm talking to fucking people about the photography and I'm like trying to get ready for the podcast. I made my coffee, but I was doing so much stuff to the point where my coffee got cold. So that was stressful because then I got to drink like a lukewarm coffee, which is annoying. And uh, then I get on the podcast with my mate and it doesn't work, the recording. Like his Wi-Fi is too shit, so it just fucks up. So that was annoying. And then after that, straight away, like I'm trying to do editing and there's more calls and stuff. And the day was just, oh, that's right. Yeah. And then I'm doing this, oh man, I'm doing this fucking tour in Perth. I'm leaving on Thursday, doing shows in Margaret River, Albany, and then Perth the following weekend. And I'm just worried about how they're selling. Like they're selling, no, I'm not even going to say they're selling okay. They're not selling great. I'm just not selling a lot of tickets for them. And I just had this idea that like if I put enough money into the promotion of these shows that it would translate into selling more tickets and it's not been the case so far and it's kind of stressful and uh the show in margaret river which was supposed to be thursday night they called me and like a few weeks before the show's at 9 30 because they don't want to close their bistro early because it's school holiday whatever reason they would just they've put the show at 9 30 and i was like is that going to be okay? And they're like, yeah, 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 it's all good. And then they came back to me and they were like, hey, this show, it, it's actually not selling a lot and we think it might be because it's too late. And I was like, yeah, man. I mean, that's I raised that issue and you said it was going to be fine. And they were like, yeah, it's not fine though, is it? And I'm like, well, I guess not. What do you want to do? And they're like, could you move it? I'm like, not really because I'm coming over from Melbourne. And like, okay, well, I guess we'll cancel it. And it's like, fucking hell man i've spent like a hundred dollars on the fucking advertising already and like another you know bunch of money that i could have saved by not coming over that oh, so that's that money's down the tubes and i'm not doing that gig now great that happened on wednesday and then to end the day i've been looking into getting my uh stepdad on my um on my birth certificate because his dad was born in the uk so if i do that then i can get a five-year visa an ancestry visa for the uk and i asked him about that and he was like yeah all good and then i called the south australia birth death and marriages people and they said what i actually want to do is an adult adoption so he adopts me as my father and his son but like as an adult which i always just thought wasn't possible like, I just, I don't know, I, I guess I kind of half looked into it or I just Googled, can you adopt someone as an adult? I never really properly looked into it and so I just assumed that it wasn't possible and I couldn't get the ancestry visa. And I did a bit more digging and, and actually talked to someone on the phone and found out that it is possible. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to ask my dad to adopt me. So I sent him an email, I, I called him on the phone first. How funny is that? I gotta ask, you know, this huge life changing thing to my dad. So I sent him an email. <laughs> like that's how fucking just detached and emotionally stunted I am. <laughs> I put it in the agenda, you know, I called his secretary. Mm. Oh, I called him first and, and um, asked him about the birth certificate thing and then I realized what was up but we were already emailing so I sent him the email and I was like hey you're actually gonna have to adopt me and I sent the email but I was like wow that's like a really big thing so that was what happened on Wednesday 
all this bullshit with my life and my fucking failing comedy career. And then at 4.30, I asked my dad to, to, to adopt me. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go to the UK on that, but I just I figure like I might as well try, you know. I've never actually tried to do that and it just now seems like it's an option that may be available. So like, yeah, fuck. Let me see. Let me see if I can get to the UK, get my dad. And like, it'd be nice to have my dad be my dad properly, legally, fully, you know. Anyway, so that was Wednesday, pretty intense day. This is all giving context actually for Thursday, for, for Saturday. This is This is like building up to why Saturday just was kind of real shit. So Thursday, Thursday I was uh, I was having a ch- chat on the phone to this girl that I've been hanging out with, really nice. And man, I remember on Wednesday night, I don't know, look, I'll say this story. I don't know that I stand by this story. Nothing that happened in this following story I disagree with. I think it's all fine and I'm the one at fault here. Um so I was telling this girl on the phone about my friend on Wednesday night who is a lunatic and I did preface it with that. My friend is a lunatic, right? He's one of these people who I'm like, do you believe like fucked things or do you know that what you're saying is fucked? And I don't quite know, you know, but you're funny enough that I don't really care. And inconsequential enough, you know? Like, you're not the Prime Minister. So, like, even if you believe this fucked shit, you're not fucking, you know, you're not winning any followers, you know? I don't think he does. <clears throat> Whatever. Doesn't matter. Already. A lot of, lot of pressure on this next story. So, I'm talking to him. Uh, we, we're driving to a gig and he's going off about, like, you know... I mean, he, just, he clearly feels threatened about like trans stuff and queer stuff and he's a guy and he's just like, I don't know, man, I don't get it. I don't, f- what, like all the new things that you're allowed to say or that you're not allowed to say, whatever. He's like, I don't, you know, and he's just going off about it, right? And he goes, you know, whatever, gay, trans, like do what you want, I don't care, you know, I don't, just do it. Great, you know, like... Do I hate him? Yes. <laughs> That's what he said. He went, do I hate him? Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, I found it so funny. I mean, look, I, I hate to want to have to break down why this is funny to me, but the reason it's funny to me is because you're assuming that he's going to say no because you assume like yourself, that no one hates them. And I don't think that he hates, you know, I don't think he hates. I don't think he, that, that would be dumb to be like, yeah, I, I hate people because of who they are. That's dumb, right? But for him to say that, it's just so, it's so, everyone, know, it's so clearly wrong, whatever. It just fucking made me laugh so hard. It's something about like, you know what? All right, let me let me try and break this down because I don't, I'm not I'm not 100% comfortable with like laughing at it or repeating it and I'm thinking of friends of mine who would be maybe bummed out about me telling this story. So let me try and break it down. Let's all admit 
that living together with people who are different is hard, isn't it? It's hard to understand people. It's hard for me. Oh, I can tell you a fucking story. All right. It is hard. It's hard to be like, it's hard to be around, well, not around, but to just like try and understand other people because that's what, you know, all of the discourse is about how like you have to be empathetic to other people's situation and what their life might be like, you know? And I mean, it's important. It is It's important to be empathetic, you know? Like I talked to my housemate who's a gay man who grew up in like rural Queensland and he tells me stories about what it's like to be out there and trying to live as a gay man. And it sounds really fucking hard and I can't imagine. It's like scary. There are just some places that you can't go because you're scared that you might get attacked. And that is crazy. So it's important to understand where people are coming from and their experiences and whatever. And just like a person in that situation doesn't understand, you know, what my experience is as a straight man or as a mixed race person or whatever the fuck it is. And even if you're straight and white and a man and if you don't have any of the ticks, you know, you still got stuff that people need to understand. It's not like your experience can just be ignored. It's difficult and it takes work to understand other people's lives, but you have to do it if you want to live together with those people and not be a fuckhead. And I guess what made me laugh about my friend saying, do I hate him? Yes. Is it's like, the, there's there's like work involved in, you, you. every time someone says, do I hate him? No, I don't hate him. No, but it's just, but, and the but is the thing, the but, contains the work i don't hate them but it's just hard you know and i think the laugh came from him going you expect him to go i don't hate him but and then here's me doing a bit of work and rather than do that he just went do i hate him yes and i'm not doing any work <laughs> and the relief the relief to be like oh yeah man i'm not gonna try and understand anyone <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, imagine if life were that easy. For a second, just allow yourself to live in a world where you don't have to... Have to understand anyone or think about anyone else. Fuck, what a, what a joy. What a relief. What an awful world to live in, but what a relief. Um, I've been thinking about this. This is a story that I was that I got excited about just before. Like I was um, doing a, a club, and I'll keep it vague. It was at some point this year, and um, it's a club where uh, basically I, I was talking to someone who was talking about like trying to be inclusive um, in booking lineups, and. Um, they said they have a spreadsheet of all different people who might be on their lineups that, you know, has like where, like, the, the, like you know, what boxes this person ticks, basically, what minority groups they are, so that when they book their lineups, they can go, all right, I've got one of that person, one of that person, one of that person, so that the lineup is sufficiently diverse, which I think is an admirable thing to be at least trying to do. And... This person is a good booker and the club that they book is great. And, um, 
you know, I think they're, they're, they're trying to do the right thing. But they started talking about it and there were a bunch of people there. And so people started asking who's got what ticks next to their name in which boxes. And I asked, do I have a POC, like a person of color tick? And they said no. And I was like, what the fuck's that about? Because I should. Because I'm mixed race. Like, I am that. And then I asked them, what about this other person? And they said no. And I said, what about this person? And they said yes. And I just... It it really annoyed me because... I don't know. Like, does that mean that you're saying that I'm white? Because I'm not white. I, he, I, I, my My reaction... I'm annoyed by my reaction because my reaction was to just yell and go, what the fuck? Because I was uncomfortable, you know? Um, And there were like, it wasn't just me and the person talking. There were a bunch of other people around. So it's like a situation where I'm not really that comfortable going, hey, what about this? And and challenging this person on this thing because there's a bunch of other people there. And I don't know. I just don't want to make a fuss. But I wish if I had my time again, I've been thinking about this for ages. If I had my time again in that situation, I would like to be able to go, hey, what, why? Can you explain why I don't have a tick? And what is the difference between like, you know, or what? because it's not even like, it's not that I don't have a tick. It's that you don't see me as that. Like, does that mean that you see me as white? Because like some people don't see me as white and it's really annoying when they act in a way that's like you're not white it hurts and so because of that i've through my life decided like oh you know what i'm not actually and it's like true to my fucking i don't know i hate talking about this i fucking hate it and it's boring something about it annoyed me but i hate going like i feel like my experience was being diminished because I don't have a problem with this person and the way they booked the club. I just would prefer to have not known. I would have preferred to not know. Like, I was saying this to my mate the other day. Everyone has that list in their head, don't they? Everyone has in their head the way that they see people. If you get to the fucking core of it. Like, we all go, yeah, I guess this person's that. But in your head, you're like, I don't know, man. I reckon they're that. But you don't say that. Like we all, no one wants to know really. Someone said that to me years ago. No one wants to truly know how they are seen by other people. Like it's just because it's just not going to gel 100% with the way that you see yourself. At some point, someone's going to see you in a way that's going to be hurtful to you. And maybe this person in, in talking about their fucking Excel spreadsheet and their boxes that they tick was revealing a little bit too much. Maybe. Yeah. Because it annoyed me. I don't fucking know. Anyway. What the fuck am I talking about, man? So, (laughs) this is all because I'm anxious to tell the story of my friend who said, do I hate him? Yeah. I mean, that's the joy of that, right? Listen to me get bogged down trying to talk about my own race and like be serious about it and take it seriously and this is a thing that I care about it's like I don't want to talk about this no one wants to talk about this and that's why it was so funny to me when my friend just said do I hate him yes because in that 
is this attitude of like, well, no one cares. I don't care. They don't care. No one wants to talk about it. I, th- I think that's what like a lot of people are basically saying is like, I don't want to talk about this because I'm bored by it. I just want people to treat me with respect. And it's like, yeah, man, that's what we all want. Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's no solution. But it was really nice for a second to have my friend go, do I hate him? Yes. And anyway, I was telling this girl that I'm seeing that story on the phone. We're back. We're back on track. I was telling her that story on Thursday. I was walking through the park and I just said that. I said the end of the story. You know, gay, trans, whatever. Do what you want. Do I hate him? Yes. And she laughed on the phone. But I was telling her on the phone walking through the park and this... This lady in front of me stopped walking and turned around and just went, excuse me, can you keep your voice down? Because some of the things you're saying are actually really triggering. (laughs) And I was just like, I mean, yeah. (laughs) You know, what am I going to say to that? You're right. You are right. I'm being too loud. I'm being a damn saying shit that I should be saying in private. Much like the person who fucking said the thing about the ticks and the boxes to me, that that would have been just, you know, maybe I'd prefer to have not heard that. This person in the park was fucking saying shit that, that was, was like, they probably didn't care. They did the perfect thing, but it felt bad. And I was walking around for the next half hour going, I got told off and that felt bad. Maybe there are some things that are just better kept to being private, you know? Just fucking keep it to yourself. And I got to remember that because my voice is fucking louder when I'm talking to someone on the phone in the park. Yeah, people are going to hear, so I probably shouldn't be screaming stuff that is going to upset people. Anyway, so that was Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, public holiday. Friday, public holiday. Didn't have a lot on. Saturday... I get to Saturday and the whole weekend I was looking at, I don't think this is going to come off. I just, I was looking at a party. I was going to go to a party and I was excited about it. And then on Saturday afternoon, I was watching the grand final by myself, by the way. (laughs) I didn't organize anyone to watch it with. So I was just at a pub by myself and I started to look at the party I was excited for that night on Facebook, went to the invite, saw two weeks earlier when the Thursday public holiday had been announced the people from the party go, oh, we're going to move it to Thursday night because now everyone can enjoy their full weekend. So like it's Thursday night now and I'm looking at this on Saturday afternoon going, great, the party was two days ago and I missed it. I woke up on Saturday morning thinking that I was going to watch the grand final with some friends and then go to a party that night and the day that I had was I watched the grand final by myself and then (laughs) didn't go to a party. And it was just very, it, it, it got me. That really got me. The fucking Saturday, like, you know, I just, I thought I was going to do something and then I had nothing. And I was annoyed at them for moving the party, which I had no right to be because they put a message in the thing and maybe they could have done more to let people know, but like they didn't, you know, and it had already happened. And I, I would like to be able to just move on from something like that, but I couldn't. I was stuck to it. I was like, man... Why did they move the party? They ruined my Saturday. And uh, my gig in Margaret River got cancelled and I'm not selling any tickets. And a lady in the park yelled at me and called me problematic. 
And I just want everyone to know that I'm a nice person. (laughs) Just a run of fucking bullshit. So, um, Saturday evening, instead of going to a party and hanging out with my friends, I went and played soccer on AstroTurf outside at North Melbourne Football Club. They got a little AstroTurf soccer pitch slash basketball court there and played with some other comedians. It was really great. I scored the best goal of the night. We, I scored a goal. I flicked it over someone's head and then controlled it. Kept running past another player and then put it in the fucking goal. And uh, we stopped playing after that because that goal was so good. That was the end of us playing. We'd been playing for like an hour and a bit. And I got that goal and it was like, all right, we're done. And that felt great. And then I came home and I did a bit of video editing for the documentary. And then I uh, played Civilization till like 1.30 in the morning. And it was a good Saturday night, and I felt better after that. I have this theory that when I get sad, I was saying to someone the other day, it's almost good to get sad, because like, when you're sad, when I, when I notice that I'm sad, sometimes I'm sad or just like in a bad mood and I don't notice, that's why I always try and acknowledge it when I'm in a bad mood. I always try and say, hey, I'm in a bad mood, even to myself. Not even necessarily to other people, but just to myself. Oh, man, I'm in a fucking bad mood right now. I feel sad. I feel annoyed, angry, whatever it is, tired. Because it's like, if you're going around in that mood and not acknowledging it, you're just in that mood. You're in it and you're trying to ignore it and you're not going to ignore it. You've got to turn and face the thing. And I find when I really acknowledge it and actually I, I come to the realization, oh, I'm in a bad mood and I've been in a bad mood, that is normally the start of me going towards being in a good mood. I often get like excited when I realize that I'm annoyed or angry or sad or whatever because that realization is like, oh man, all I need to do now is just sit in this feeling for a bit and feel it and then it'll be better. And sometimes realizing it is the hardest thing. But once you get it and you realize it, then you're like, well, there's only a finite amount of this feeling in me. So I've just got to fucking get through it all, you know, wolf it all down, eat my greens, and then I get a little bit of cake. <sighs> and that's and that's nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I did have some good stuff. I hung out with a mate on Friday night. Um, a couple mates went to... Um, Went to the fucking, uh, they were doing a gig at Cherry Bar. I missed them. I, I missed the band play, but uh, got to hung out with my mates. And uh, one of my friends has had a shaved head for a long time. And me and him took a nice photo. And he is a listener to the podcast. So big shout outs to uh, to the guys listening to the podcast. I, I'm, I'm trying not to say names, but you know who you are. You guys, you bloody guys listening to the pod. Thank you for listening. Thank you to my mate for having a, a shaved head. That's going to be the photo this week. Two bold boys, button heads. It took us fucking ages to get that photo. <laughs> so many. It was like a fun, cute thing that we did at first. We put our bold heads together 
And then the friend taking the photo was like, oh, I'm trying to get like, I can't, I'm, I'll get that, but then I can't. Is this good? Oh, it's a bit blurry. The light's down. Let me try again. Oh, it still didn't work. And we just kept putting our heads together. And by the end, it was just like this, if anything, feels kind of gross now. Like I'm just touching my mate's fucking head. <laughs> I'm like, do I need to wash my head after this? <laughs> I feel like we're kissing in a way. Oh, man. All right. What else have I got to say? Anything else? I think that's about it, to be honest. I'm going to Perth on Thursday. My gig on Thursday night, cancelled. If you're in Margaret River and you're listening to this, that's still great, you know? That's incredible that you listen to this podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're in Albany, I doubt that there's anyone in these places listening to this podcast, but if you're in Albany and you somehow don't have tickets to my show in Albany on Saturday night, what the fuck are you doing? Come to the show. If you know anyone in Albany, the tickets there are selling okay. I will say that. They're selling fine. The tickets in Perth, uh, tickets, bit of a stretch. Ticket, I've sold literally one for my show in Perth on the 7th of October. So if you know anyone in Perth, please, dear God, let them know about the show because I'm about to fucking pour a bunch of money down the toilet on these shows. Oh, God. It hurts to think about. I think I'm going to be in a much better mood maybe next podcast but I still it's just it's really been hanging over me this tour man I just know I'm gonna lose a fuckload of money and that's fine but like I would rather not you know ugh fuck I think what I need to do in the future I think this idea of trying to sell tickets randomly without a following is not going to work. I think the idea that I need to do is hit up pubs and get them to buy buy a show for a flat rate and they sell the tickets. That's the way that I'm going to try and tour after this. Selling my own tickets, this has been an experiment. It's not worked thus far. So I think I'm going to put it on the bench and I'm going to go to fucking trying to get flat fees from pubs. That feels reasonable. That feels good going for- forward. I've got some places to try and test that theory out. Yeah, whatever. Anyway... I think that's it. That's all I need to say. Um, what's this? What's this fucking podcast called? Uh, I don't want to call it like sometimes. You go, oh no, I'll call it what I called it at the start. I can't even remember what it was, but I want to listen back to the start and I want to call it that. And thank you guys for listening. If you're a new listener, please give us a five star review on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you're listening to. Like the Instagram page at Sitting Under Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Aiden Jones Comedy. And I hope you're having a good week, man. Be good. Feel your sadness. Go through it. Turn and face it. Do all that shit. And I'll talk to you next week. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.